What is up, Zoe Youth? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to be joined today for the first time in season two, 2024. We've got Jackson and Derek. What's up, y'all? How's it yo, going? yo, yo. How are you guys doing today? So good. So great. Amazing. Lit. I told you been a yeah. phenomenal day. I'm going to be totally honest. Really? I woke up today. Guess what mom made? I slept at home last night. Mom made pancakes and bacon. Oh. Chocolate chip pancakes and bacon. Do you know how indescribably, indubitably busting it was to wake up to some chocolate chip pancakes and some bacon? That sounds great. It's been a fire day. That sounds amazing. I've gotten free naps today. Three naps. Dude, I've gotten gotten so much sleep in the last two days. On (laughs) Sunday night, Marissa had some of the, the girls from the worship team over, and we made tacos, and I had dinner with them. And then... They were having, they were, they were talking or whatever. So I went to my bedroom to read a book. I fell asleep, Derek, at 8.30 p.m. Dude, that's the best. But wait, it gets even better. I fell asleep at 8.30 p.m. and I woke up at 7.30 a.m. the next day. All right, everybody, write that down. My life changed. I did the podcast right there. That's my life changed this weekend. I'm a book reader now. I do podcast. I do puzzles. I listen to audiobooks. My life changed this week too. My, my screen bed, time was going my way bed down. Broke on me in <laughs> the middle of my night's rest. Two uh, nights ago. Dude, okay. So, that was Derek, so funny. I wake up, head against the wall, <laughs> holding onto the side, and Derek peers over. Hey, you good, bro? Hey, you like, good, bro? Uh, maybe. I don't 4 know. Four fifty in the morning. <laughs> it was wild. Bro grabs my stuff and goes, just go sleep on the couch. I forgot and you guys have yeah. lofts, and I thought you had bunk beds. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh, did you like kill Derek? Is Derek okay? <laughs> <laughs> Is Derek alive right now? <laughs> uh, anyway, guys, well, we are excited today for another podcast. And today we're going to be starting, uh, I don't want to say a series because that makes it sound like it's like a, a message thing. But we're going to be starting a couple episode collection here nice. as we talk about the fruit of the spirit. So we are going to be looking at um, the the fruit of the spirit. We're going to be having discussions about what the fruit of the spirit is. How come some people who aren't believers feel like they have the fruits of the spirit or they show those character traits? And um, Jackson asked the question of why humility isn't the fruit of the spirit. Mm. And we will talk about that. Yeah. But in case you do not know, and this is your first time hearing the fruit of the spirit, you're like, what the heck is that? What's the fruit of the spirit? I'm so glad you asked because... The fruit of the Spirit is found in Galatians. So we find this in Galatians chapter 5, and the fruit of the Spirit is this. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And when Paul is writing this in Galatians, he's writing to the believers, and he says this, You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, I, I'm starting way too early. I was going to read like half of the book of Galatians from there. I was starting. I was, yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. That's verse 13. You should read it. It's really good. Um, but we are going to start in verse 19. Yeah. I would have read like half of the book of Galatians chapter or chapter five right there. It says this. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, Fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, or patience, 
kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. So the fruit of the Spirit is what Paul's writing, and, and what he's saying is that these character traits, these fruits of the Spirit, are things that will be evident in your life as a believer. That these are, these are character qualities, character traits that mark the life of a believer. And he, he does this by first comparing it to the acts of the flesh. And he says that the acts of the flesh are obvious. You clearly see them. It's sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, suffers ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. So basically, Paul starts it off by listing all of these um, actions or things that um, that are sinful, that the are, are acts of the flesh. And he lists all of these things, and then he contrasts them and says, but the fruit of the Spirit or the, 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 the evidence of the Spirit in your life is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And then he says that against these things, there is no law. So that what he's saying is that when you are operating in these things, there is no law against them or, or, or it's the, 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 op- the opposite of the acts of the flesh, right? And so what we wanted to talk about a little bit is just what these are. Um, uh, someone asked a great question of, you know, one of the fruits of the Spirit is joy. And so someone asked a great question of how come people who aren't believers have joy in their life or, or have so much joy, right? So we want to talk about all that over the next couple of weeks and just really dive into the fruit of the Spirit because the more that I've, um, this is something that like I grew up as a church kid memorizing the fruit of the Spirit, but the more that I grew up and the more that I studied and, and read scripture, the fruit of the Spirit is actually one of my favorite parts of scripture. I love it so much. So, yeah, you guys can go ahead and chime in with your general thoughts on the fruit of the Spirit. You know, I think, I, I forgot her, who I heard this from, but when I think of other people who aren't Christians, who aren't believers having joy, my, my first question is, are they experiencing joy or are they experiencing an emotion? Yeah. yeah. I think I think it's easy for us to kind of clump these things together as joy as an emotion and happiness is can be comparable as joy. Mm-hmm. And I mean in in our worldly context, sure they can. But yeah. I think when we when we when we look at these things in the Bible, um I think only pure joy can come from the Lord. Um, I'm reminded of this of this scripture that says, it's beauty for ashes, joy for mourning, mm-hmm. praise for heaviness. Mm-hmm. And I think there's only this pure joy that can come from the Lord. Yeah. And when it's when we're facing times of trouble, when we're facing mourning, when we're facing death, when we're facing, you know, over that test that we're mm-hmm. so worried about, right? Yeah. We can only find joy when we're looking to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I think um, it's important for us, especially, you know, those in high school, those in middle school, like the joy that you're looking for, the joy that you're missing in your life, you can't find it in pornography. You mm-hmm. can't find it in, you know, worldly music. You can't find it in, you know, a movie or a TV show or a yeah. boyfriend or a girlfriend. The only joy that you can find is from the Lord. Yeah. And I think that one of the important things to note is that when you look at the list of the fruit of the Spirit, 
none of the other, none of them are emotions, right? Yeah. And I think that's the problem is we confuse joy with an emotion and we miss the fact that what the fruit of the spirit is talking about when it's talking about joy is, is yeah, like you said, something so much deeper than just an emotion. It's right. not an emotion. It's a, it's a reality. It's an action yeah, of your life. Yeah. It's, a, it's a character trait because it's not just a, a feeling. But yeah, Jackson, go ahead. Yeah, I would, I would just build off of what Derek is saying and agree that joy is mistaken for an emotion. Joy is not an emotion. Joy is a state of response. Mm-hmm. Someone I know that is joyful all the time in our church is Greg Hall. My guy. Every time. <laughs> I love that every man. Every time I see this guy. Yeah. And you guys, if you if you don't know who we are, I'm a redhead. Every time Greg sees me, he goes, I'm a redhead. Redhead. <laughs> how you doing today? And I'm like, I'm good. I'm good, Greg. How are you? Yeah. He goes, the joy of the Lord is my strength, and I am so happy. Mm-hmm. Now, in that moment, he's not feeling joy. He's feeling happy. But what is he displaying to me? He's displaying joy in seeing me. Yeah. yeah. Joy is not an emotion. It's a state of being. It's a response. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, people like people can have joy in the way that they respond to you if, if they're not Christians. The same way that they can experience different fruits of the spirit, quote unquote. Yeah. But those things are fleeting. If they're yeah. Not from yeah. Jesus. I and I think we like people might not know this, but when Greg's <laughs> Greg or someone says that they're actually quoting scripture because it's Nehemiah yeah. chapter eight, verse 10. Yeah. That says the joy of the Lord is my strength. And that's what the fruit of the spirit is talking about, because what the fruit of the spirit is referencing is is these are essentially the character traits of who God is. Like these are like the fruit of the spirit. These are things that come from God himself. And so the joy of the Lord is not an emotional joy, but it's saying, hey, the Lord has joy for you. And what the Bible says is that that joy can be your strength. That joy isn't an emotion you just feel. The joy of the Lord is something that you can build your life upon because it can continually bring you ever filling joy. That there is always, you always have the ability to experience joy and to practice joy from because of the Lord, because of the fruit of the Spirit, from the fruit of the Spirit, you always have the ability to, to, to experience joy. And I think one more thing on the fruit of the Spirit too is that um, the fruit of the Spirit are is the thing that happens in our life as believers that like we just finished our Holy Spirit series, right? And one of the things that the Holy Spirit does in our lives, one of the moves and the works of the Holy Spirit in our lives is that the Holy Spirit, as he's working and moving in us, continues to to pull out and bring those the, the fruit of the Spirit to life inside of us, yeah. right? Like it's not that you're trying to be more joyful. It's that there's a move of God that happens in your life that brings the fruit of the spirit of joy into yeah, you. Yeah. Right. I would, I would even say to like, I, you, by you saying that is like, this kind of reminds me of how, <clears throat> you know, as Christians, we, we don't walk a perfect life. We're mm-hmm. not, we're not some perfect, yeah. you know, picture person. Right? right. And even Paul says that we, we will not walk through this life as Christians with, without strife, without grief, yeah. without things, right. right? Yeah. And so there are going to be times when we are sad. Mm-hmm. There are going to be times when we are depressed. For sure. Exactly. When we face trials, when we face things in our life. And because we are filled with the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. like Jordan is saying, is he will pull those things out. He will pull joy out. Mm-hmm. He will pull out patience. He will mm-hmm. j- pull out love. And within these things, 
this is what we can rest in mm-hmm. when we're facing depression, when we're facing sadness, when we're facing, you know, loneliness. This, this is what the job of the Holy Spirit yeah. is. And I think along with that is there's a whole list of them and our goal throughout these couple episodes is that we'll talk through all of them. And another one is love that you just mentioned. And I think when it comes to understanding the fruit of the spirit of love is that, you know, you hear, oh, there's, oh my gosh, there's all these, you know, rom-coms or love stories or all these love things. And that's not what the fruit of the spirit of love is talking <laughs> it's about. It's not how to lose a guy in 10 that's, days. It's not like, oh, I lo- it's not like, Uh-oh, oh, honey, how come? No. It's not like, oh, how come somebody who's not a Christian can say, oh, I, I love my brother? Or it's like, that's not the love that the fruit of the spirit is talking about. Exactly. Yeah. Because the fruit of the spirit of love is, is referencing the way that God loves. Yeah. And the way that God loves is completely different from the way that you love. Yep. You as a non-believer can love somebody 100%. Right. And that's because you're created by God in the image of God, so you have the ability to love. Right. But the Holy Spirit, fruit of the spirit, reality of love isn't a, a, a feeling it's not an emotional love. It, it's not even a familial love. It's a love that transcends everything. The way that yeah, God yeah. loves people, which means anybody can love, you know, their family member or their spouse or their sibling or whatever. But when the fruit of the spirit talks about love, it's talking about loving your enemy as yourself. It's talking about loving your neighbor as yourself. It's talking about self sacrificial love. It's talking about laying down your needs for the needs of anyone else. Amen. It's about growing in love the way that God loves. And the Bible tells us that God so loved the world, he sent his one and only son. And the Bible also tells us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So that's the example of love that we see in scripture is that while you were yet sinners, while we were enemies from Christ, while we were far from Christ, he laid down his life for us so that we could be saved. And that's what the fruit of the spirit of love is. Fruit of the spirit of love is you thinking about the one person that you dislike the most in the world and loving that person. And that's not something you can do by yourself. Like that lady that cut me off. The lady that cut, Derek was talking about some lady cutting him off in traffic today. today. He did not love that woman woman at the moment. However, when you have the fruit of the spirit in you, in you, you begin to see people the way that God sees them. And that's what the, the Holy spirit, that's what the fruit of the spirit of love is is it changes the way that you see people. It changes the way you think about love. It changes the way you think about someone you don't know because you're going to begin to see people the way that God sees them. So even your enemies, even the people that have wronged you, people you don't like, people you don't get along with, the Holy Spirit grows in you the ability to love those yep. people, Amen. which is not something you can do by yourself. No, it is, it is, and, and like, it's okay to be like, as a Christian, sometimes there's people that it's hard to love. Yeah, I know there are. That's because you're human. But the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit inside of you, continues to grow your ability to love the people that you wouldn't otherwise be able to love. Yeah, exactly. Amen. Helps you choose them. And that's because it's a, mo- it's a, it's a work of the Spirit in your life. Yeah. It, it happens as you become more like God as you decrease so that the Holy Spirit may increase in you. Mm-hmm. John 3.30. Which is just such a such a crazy and profound idea that, that God is changing me from the inside out. So what are some practical ways to grow love? Some practical ways to grow love. Let me tell you this. You might be thinking, how do I, how do I grow in the fruits of the Spirit? How do, I, how do I do more of these things? Well, the Bible tells us that the fruit of the Spirit comes from Him. Yep. Right? The fruit of the Spirit is the fruit, is the evidence, the fruit of the Spirit of God in your life. And in John 15, Jesus talks about how he is the vine and we are the branches. And no one, uh, 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 
branch can't produce fruit apart from the vine. And so the way that we grow in the fruits of the Spirit, the way that we continue to have them made evident in our lives is that we spend time with the one who provides them. But you stay connected to the vine. You stay in, in prayer with the Lord. Can I tell you guys something? You can pray anytime, any time, at any moment in the day. Yep. You can just pray because God is always there with you. You don't have to pray before. You don't have to pray before you go to bed. That's not the only time you can, right? You don't pray have to only, pr- pray only pray before ceasing. you eat or whatever, right? Yep. The Bible says, Jackson's right, pray without ceasing. You can pray at any time of the day. I prayed and on so the toilet once. Dude, I pray on the toilet all the time. Dude, I bro. pray in the shower every morning. <laughs> all I think the time. Derek hears me. Sometimes I do, I do. Dude, especially when I'm doing my Devo, I yeah. have to close the door because I, I need to focus. Sometimes I need to I focus on Jackson's prayer. Bro, I'm just getting into it. He I'm is, ready. I'm yep. like, God, you better. I, I'm calling down heaven <laughs> down to earth <laughs> in the shower, bro. I'm getting ready. <laughs> the gates of hell shall not prevail against me today. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. One so last thing I would have to add, um, because I do have to go. Yeah, Jackson's about to go. Jackson's got a meeting. Um, but in John 3.30, Jordan quoted earlier, John the Baptist says, may we decrease so that he can increase. Mm-hmm. I think a good prayer for us to pray all the time, every single day, is God, would I decrease? Would my pride decrease? Mm-hmm. Would my internal desire decrease? Yeah. Would that all decrease so that the fruit of the spirit mm-hmm. can increase Amen. in my life? Yeah. Yep. Would you decrease uh, my apathetic state of mind so that you could increase the joyful state of mind? Yeah. Would you decrease my pride so that I could increase my love? Mm-hmm. And you could say that for all the fruits of the spirit. Would you decrease my bluntness mm-hmm. so that you could increase my gentleness? Mm-hmm. I think that's a good prayer to pray all the time is, God, would you decrease my fleshly desires, my fleshly thoughts, my fleshly fruit? Mm-hmm. And would you increase uh, my fruit of the spirit? Would you increase my spirit-led thoughts? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Amen. exactly. And I, I just, I, I love that. The reality is that it happens from God moving and working in our lives. So praying, reading your Bible, being intentional about going to church, listening to worship music, like all of these things that just continually keep you connected to God. That's the way that you grow in the fruit of the Spirit. That's the way that you mature in your faith is that you're consistently plugged in to God, that you're consistently connected to Him. And another thing about praying is that sometimes you can look at your life and you can say, oh, man, <laughs> I was kind of deficient in this area of the fruit of the Spirit today. Yeah. I <laughs> I lost my patience today. Right. I was not really loving to that person today. Well, those are things that you can you can say, God, help me. Jesus, I need your help because this fruit is not of my strength. This fruit is of your spirit moving and working in my life. And so I need to I, I need to be able, I need more of the ability to love people. I need more of the ability to have patience, all of those things. So it's going to be a pretty fun couple of weeks here. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. I'm pumped. I'm super excited. Talking about the fruit of the spirit. Awesome. Well, guys, uh, we'll catch you guys next week. And as always, if you've got any questions, you can always message us at zoe.youthmn or Shoot us an email at youth at zchurch.org. Peace, y'all. Peace.